You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 587. The worst of Apple in 2015. Wait, what? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast, the first show of 2016. This is our, what, uh, sixth year, in- including, like, the partial year in 2009? Um, I actually feel like I've been in Shawshank. <laughs> well, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging a hole, but I can't get out yet. So uh, at some point I'll be handing over false documentation to you guy. And then you won't see me for dust. I'll have, I've crawled through all of that pipe work of dirty stuff and got out and freed myself. No, I'm not sure how many years I don't count. I've, I stopped counting after the first, uh, seven month. years, <laughs> eight years. <laughs> oh. yes. Happy New Year to you, Happy Christmas, and Happy Holidays, and the same to all our listeners as well. I've had a great time, I've got to say. Mazel Tov, which is weird because I'm not Jewish. I don't know why I would say that, but yeah, well, for what I do. Um, As far as the show this week goes, you know, anyone, and and this this is the time of year, uh, because there's not a whole lot going on in uh, in the, the tech world, especially with CES coming up. That everyone goes, oh, well, you know, we'll be lazy and we'll do a best of, you know, whatever the, the year is that just passed. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I thought, why, why don't we turn that around a little bit? <laughs> well, you know, nothing new from us turning stuff around, is there really? No, not really. Not really. So we're, we're not going to talk about the, the best of Apple in 2015. Uh, we're going to talk about the worst of Apple in 2015. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> now this isn't this and uh, you know this isn't aimed to just uh be apple knocking because actually we you know we're fans of apple and we're yeah, we fans are. of the mac. So, you know, it's just as guy says, just to turn it around and and you know we'll have some fun with it. Well, yeah. we will. We will. And yep. ho- uh hopefully everyone will come along for the ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um we wait, were wait. Wait, wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a ride with no brakes, no steering. It, it could really go almost anywhere. Yes. yes. Uh, just before we started recording, um, Gaz and I were talking about uh, Mac stock, which is going to be in July of this year near Chicago, Illinois. And hopefully uh, all the people that live near that area and, and many others who can afford to do so will will come and that would be oh oh my i'm getting all choked up thinking about it uh that will be wonderful a lot of the people that you saw last year will be there for max stock 2016 hopefully gaz will be there we we don't know yet yeah still planning still in the planning stages um uh, i'll be there and i hope you won't hold that against the event Yes, no, yeah. I hope not either. Um, I, I think actually the MacStock website, MacStock Conference and Expo, although if you type in MacStock Expo, I think it'll point you to that as well. Um, I think registration is now open, to be honest with you as well. Yeah, and, and he and um, Mike has, uh, we're talking about Mike Potter, who also does the for Mac guys only, <laughs> Mac eyes only <laughs> podcast. Um, make sure you go and check that out too. Uh, he'll, he's already set up some, um, like discounts with hotels and things like that. And there's going to be, you know, basically go on over to maxdocexpo.com, maxdocconferenceandexpo.com. He's got like a ton of websites set up for this. Yeah. And it's, it's also tied in with, uh, uh, Barry's Midwest Mac barbecue. And both of them are going to be combined in the same area this year. Yes, yes. Which will be a big plus from the, you know, hour plus drive that it was uh, from the the Macstock Expo over to to Barry's house. So I'm guessing it's not going to be at Barry's house this year. 
And to which I'm sure his, his lovely wife says, yay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so nuts. Um, it was. Well, tell me, uh, you've got some stuff going on here. Why don't you, why don't you tell me about it? Well, it's, yeah, it's not very much really. I, I, I actually got a, a, a voucher. Um, and I spent it on a Yopo. That's an interesting name, isn't it? Not yeah. a GoPro, but it's a Yopo. And it's basically a mobile camera lens or mobile phone camera lens kit. Not quite like the Olaclip one, <clears throat> but it's, um, it's got three lenses with it. It comes with a case. You put the case on and then you can screw these lenses onto that case. Uh, and one is like a, a small fisheye lens. One is a macro and wide angle lens. And then there's a 12 times optical zoom lens as well, which is uh, pretty powerful actually. And I've been messing about with that and taking some pictures and uh, I'm starting to seriously consider whether I'm going to go for them. I'd still quite fancy a mirrorless camera. Um, but, I know uh, Alison Sheridan has been like gushing about hers. Yeah. And that's yeah, actually, that's, she had um, that last year, didn't she? At the, yes, she uh, did. yes, she did. Well, that, I, I, that was an amazing camera. It was good. Yes, it, it was good. And I think there are many out there which are very similar, uh, you know, which are equally as uh, as interesting. So, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of I'm, I'm teetering on the edge, as it were, at this point in time. But I, I do I do think that the limitations with the um, iPhone and other mobile phone cameras just they're still it's still holding me back from just saying okay that's it i'm only going to use my mobile phone camera because it kind of or to my um mobile phone yeah camera um because i do like to try and be a little bit more constructive when i'm taking pictures so i'll probably still end up getting the mirrorless but i am experimenting with this lens and uh, having some fun with it well great um i've got big news you have? I do. Well, tell me all about your big news. I have a new mixer. Oh, my. Yes. I'm <laughs> saying nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, okay, let's see. Last show, new mixer. Show before that, new mixer. <laughs> show before that, old mixer that I used because I wanted to change my sound from the previous new mixer. So I guess that's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I traded in the the Alesis unit that I used last year because if you listen to 586, uh, you could just hear all that noise that was that was coming on it. And I really kind of liked that first one I had, which was a, a Behringer Xenix uh, 12, uh, I think it's FX1204 USB, something like that. Right. And so I went ahead and I got the one that's almost identical to it. Uh, except it doesn't have all the FX uh, stuff built in that I, you know, frankly, wasn't going to use anyway. And um, so far, you know, I'm I'm doing this currently over USB. Now we had some issues just before we started to record, but I think that was probably a combination of Skype, and I also think I'm starting to have some problems with this Mac Pro that I'm using. Of course, it's now. Mm-hmm what, seven years old. So, <laughs> so if, 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 if I have to replace it, um, I'll probably go ahead and get like a, a 2010 model Mac pro. Cause I, I really like all the, the storage space and stuff from it, but uh, you know, I, I, I hear you with your 27 inch iMac. That is just beautiful. And, and, you know, all these people that have these gorgeous new Macs, and here I am using technology from 2010 to do a podcast in 2000, what is it, 16. Yeah, I almost, 16. almost yeah. screwed that up. Shocker. Really? There. Yeah, I know. Shocker. Shocker. And uh, so I, I haven't really decided what I'm going to do yet. Um, but I, I do know that a couple times when I was kind of messing around with um, GarageBand, that it crashed my Mac. It crashed this machine. I had, I, and I haven't seen a crash in OS 10. God, probably going back to 10, six, 10, seven. Uh, yeah, I have. Well, to be honest with well you, and but, it was um, also directly related to GarageBand because that's what was in the crash report. Yeah. Yeah. GarageBand's never really been a 
if if you're going to have a problem, very often it'll be with GarageBand, won't it? I mean, that was always that was always the way. Guys, you are absolutely wrong. <laughs> First one of the year. <laughs> Crikey, that didn't take long. Did no, it? no, no, it really didn't. What I really want is Gaz. Are you sure about that? <laughs> um, do we have one of those? I don't think we have. No, one we of those. don't. That's what we need. Oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, you keep because it's 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 going to come from the UK. <laughs> you know, you're not going to hear that here in the states. That that's got to be from the UK. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, well, are you ready to go on over and do the the MyMac.com recent articles? The first one for, this is going to get so boring. First one for 2016. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I think I am ready. Okay, go ahead. Montar Universal Car Mount. This is a review by Chuck Mapple. Yay! Mark's real-world job involves a fair amount of driving that often requires his iPhone acting as a sat-nav or GPS. Whilst you can hear instructions, it's always handy to safely look what's coming up by glancing at the satnav map. When the Montar Universal car mount came up for review, he was keen to give it a test and set it up in his car as his daily companion. Go over to the website and read Mark's full review of the Montar Universal car mount. And next up is Aurora HDR. This is a review by Bert. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. Thank you, Bert. Uh, when digital high dynamic range or HDR photography effects first appeared, the results often looked over processed. With Mac funds, and I should point out that that's M A C P H U N, new Aurora HDR, you can make impressive images that don't have that telltale HDR look. Aurora HDR is a Mac-only app specifically developed to produce these images. It's a one-trick pony. Boy, this is where I need a horse sound effect. But, hey. Hey, but what a pony. Case Logic, I'd like to say Dodo here, but actually it's <laughs> Case Logic Lodo Large Backpack. This is a review by Sticky Vokes. It's Vicky Stokes. Oh. Miss Stokes to Guy and Gas. Sorry, Miss Stokes. Uh, the Case Logic Lodo large backpack is well constructed with protective storage for a laptop and tablet. The backpack weighs 1.76 pounds, making it ideal for daily use. However, the $100 price may be a drawback for the budget conscious consumer. Go over to the website and read Vicky's review of the Case Logic Lodo or Dodo large backpack. <laughs> uh, next up, and it almost seems out of order. Tech fan number it does, it does 236 post holiday tech by Rim Tobertson. Oh, I don't have that ready to where he fires us again. Tim and David discuss dialects, warm winter weather, flooding, biomedical tech, and a little bit of Star Wars, but you know, no spoilers. Yeah, they, <laughs> did, they did all that the week before. Uh, yeah. Like well, the whole film. <laughs> pretty much. But they did give lots of warnings, so I'll give yes, them that. Yes, they did. They did. Uh, Wells TA5005 GoTech Bluetooth Mobile OBD2 Diagnostic Tool, Circuit Design Cutting Tool, Video Game, and the Design of Apple Products. Go on over to, uh, well, you can go to TechFan, you can go to iTunes, you can go almost anywhere and get TechFan number 236. Yay! Go to your podcatcher of co choice. I nearly said podcatcher of coish. Oh, that, that would have been, that wouldn't have been weird. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Canvas Smart Desk. Canvas <laughs> Smart Desk for iPad Pro. This is a review by Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message iScouter has just introduced a lap desk for the new iPad Pro that performs like a tray. Take a dinner plate to the living room sofa, and you have to be careful since balancing it is risky. Put that plate on a tray, and you immediately feel more secure and comfortable. Go over to the website and read more about Kurt's review of Canvas Smart Desk for iPad Pro. And if you would like to write for the MyMac.com podcast, as you know, we say this every single week. Contact. You mean website. What did I say? Podcast. Oh, well, if you want to write for the podcast, you can't. 
because that's what we do. <laughs> we we ruin it ourselves. That's we don't right. need anyone else helping us. Yeah, we don't we don't need any help doing a bad podcast. We got that covered. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, you can kind of write. You can actually, yes. Yeah, we're, but we'll go into that later. Yeah, okay. I'll <laughs> but, shut up. <laughs> but contact John Nemo, Nemo at mymac.com, and uh, we'll get you set up writing for the mighty, mighty mymac.com website. Yo, 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 yo. Take us out, guys. Uh, stand by through the whole of 2016 to stand by <laughs> through the whole of 2016, and we'll be back in 2017. Yeah, well, that's about right. Hi, I'm Bart Bouchotts, host of the Let's Talk Photography podcast. Each month I gather together a panel of photographers and we chat about a theme related to the art and craft of photography. It's not about the gear. It's about making better photos regardless of your camera. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. These guys are the end of the world. Tough choice. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the second section of the 2016 MyMac podcast number 587. Exclusive. Exclusive. This is the only one we're doing this year. Well, the only 587 we're doing this year. Ah, you see. (laughs) You you had to do that. I know. I had to to ruin it. It just ruins the joke. Just completely ruins a joke. Now, oh, oh, actually, before we begin, I, I, I meant to. Are you a monkey? I am. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I meant to mention this in the previous bit, but I completely forgot. Um, right now, we both Gaz and I are scheduled to be on Bart Bouchot's Let's Talk Apple podcast. Are uh, we? Are you, are you for, on that as well? I am. I am. Oh, hang on a minute. Let me just change my availability. <laughs> to can't be there ever, ever. <laughs> so well hopefully there won't be any any issues and uh you can get another dose of the g-men and we apologize but you can get another dose of the g-men we apologize to bart and his listeners yeah um i I must say actually i also forgot to say that i was on uh mike potter's um uh show number uh oh i can't remember what the number is now three 93 oh, i can't remember what the number is i'll have to have a look um, has he already it, released it that because i didn't see it in my... no it's not been released yet but uh, oh, we okay. recorded it earlier in the week so uh yeah so listen out for that one cool Absolutely. excellent and cool on Monday. and and on that same note i have not been on any other podcast <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> anyway let's 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 crack on to the worst of 2015 from Apple. And I think we'll start it off with um, 16 gigabyte iPhones. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like your first word. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Um, with no expandable memory, like on uh, some other phones that have an SD card slot. And no, I'm not asking Apple to put in an SD card slot. And nearly half of that taken up with the OS and the other stuff that builds up as you use the phone. You know, I, I think it, it's almost criminal that Apple's only, you know, on the low end still offers this option. And it's not like going from 16 to 32 gigs for for the phone would, I mean, how much would that cost? Six bucks? Well, I, I have heard... Um stories around this that the fact that the 16 gigabyte modules are not actually as compatible or as good or as easy or as cheap as people think they are so there could be a sorry did i say 16 or 32 then i meant 32 if i said anyway apparently that size is not as but having said all of that I think it's still criminal that they've only got 16. Although I personally think they should just go for eight gigabyte and then at least people wouldn't buy any. <laughs> I think there should be a zero gigabyte phone. It, it, oh. it, it's a web it does, phone. It does seem a bit <laughs> odd. You, you can only use it when you're attached on Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, wait, use- no, that's an iPod touch. Hold on now. 
No, no, they've no, it's got not. more memory. They've yeah, yeah, memory. yeah, that does have more memory. It does seem a little bit odd that they've got 16 gigabytes, but, you know, they know the market, Guy. They, they do. know the market. I, it, the thing is, the likes of us will think it's criminal because we get so much usage out of those devices and perhaps we use them and utilize them to the nth degree. And that's why we feel it is just absolutely criminal that they only have a 16 gigabyte phone. However, if they are aiming this at new buyers, I can imagine a new buyer coming in, getting the 16 gigabyte phone, and then they'll have either one of two reactions. One, I can't do anything with this now because I've filled it up with, you know, 4K videos hmm. and uh, and pictures and images. And two Bob um, Dylan songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then go on to buy a bigger size next time round. Either that or not buy another one at all. Or those people are just, they're just buying Apple phones because they're an Apple phone and they don't do anything with it. So in that case, why do you need a smartphone at all? Yeah. So it it's almost, to me... That indicates a little bit of being a little bit disgenuous, but there you go. That's- and I, I'm going a little bit off topic here. Really? <laughs> Another shocker. Um, have you seen the rumors for the 6C? I haven't. I've heard of rumors for a 6C, but I've not heard, seen any rumors as, as to what they're going to be producing. I've heard this is, and you know, take all this with a grain of salt. Number one, you know, it's a rumor. Number two, it's on this show. So, you know, two things right there. Uh, I've heard that it's going to be a four inch phone and um, obviously uh, less capable than uh, the, the current sixes and six pluses. Well, again, that's not a big shocker. Uh, I don't know if Apple, you know, I, I kind of felt this same way when the iPad mini came out. Did they really need to come out with an with an iPad Mini? I was, you know, even even when the iPad Mini came out, I was still looking for that bigger one. I just think I just think that Apple are just covering all bases at the moment, guy. That's all they, they, you know, that's that's what they're doing. They're just covering. It's like that battery pack. I don't like it. I think it's awful. It's <laughs> not desirable. I I wouldn't lust after that, and that's what I come to expect off Apple. But that is not something which I, you know, I'd actually go for. Um, but they're just covering. You know, somebody said, "Oh yeah, but you know, why waste? Why leave money on the table?" Yeah, okay, fine. Don't leave money on the table. But for heaven's sake, that battery. I mean, you haven't got that battery pack in here, actually. I'm surprised. Um, yeah, well, I figured with all the other stuff, that was enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that we had enough, and we anyway, kind of, and we kind of talked about that already. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving true, on to the next so, one. So, sorry, so so just to finish that off, I just think they're covering all bases, and okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next fail, the Apple fail that I have here, is soldered RAM, and this is something that seems to be kind of creeping across uh, nearly the entire line. I think it kind of started with the MacBook Air, Mm. and uh, it has now moved on, I believe. Well, I know it's moved on to the 21-and-a-half-inch iMac. Yep. Um, The 13-inch MacBook Pro, does that have soldered RAM, too? Don't know. Don't know. I'm not sure. Without without doing a bit of checking. All right. Well, I do know that the the new MacBooks have soldered RAM. Yeah, that's correct. And the new Mac Minis have soldered RAM. Yeah, that's right. They do now, don't they? Yes, they do. Yeah, that's that's very true. But mm, my my comment to this really is the fact that um, it it makes sure that you commit to buying the highest spec rather than loading up afterwards, which I think is a poor show, really. Um, But as long as the machine can handle the apps you need, then, okay, why not? But but it does feel again going back to that last comment where well, it just feels disingenuous of Apple to do that, um, and I'm not sure quite really whether whether they they care or what, but if if the unit uses the um, you know if it creates a product which is really good at doing its job, and I have to say that MacBook Air that I've got. It's still a cracking machine. I've had it for, well, 2011. So I've had it four or five years now, and it's still, apart from the battery starting to die fairly quickly. Well, that's not a surprise there. But, it's I mean, it's still usable. Um, But 
the machine still flies. So now, know, was that four ha- gig or eight gig? That was uh, four gig. Okay, that was four gig, but it still absolutely flies. So you know, there could be something in uh, soldered RAM. And again, for you know, how many people actually change their RAM? How many? You know, how many buyers go out and get a, a new machine and then upgrade their the RAM on their machines? Well, we do. Most people and we, don't, and we, and we know of a lot of people that do because of the circle of people that we that we're that we're in. It's so, the circle again, of life. <laughs> circle of idiots. Yeah. That's what we're. No, no, <laughs> not, not the people. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. No, that, let, let's that, keep that, that just a, to you and me. Yeah. That's. <laughs> Right, you're in our circle and you're joining us, idiots. Um, the, um, but Apple doing that could make sense. And as long as the machine can do what you're asking of it, then great. But it does feel, does yeah. feel poor, I think. Certainly the third-party uh, RAM suppliers and those people that you know, get a lot of business out of getting upgrades, they don't like it, but... You know, if if everything stayed the same, we'd still be in steam trains and Eastern time, um, you only have a three hour um, or three time zones across America, three or four time zones. That would probably increase to about 50. So, you know, we do, things are going to move on, I suppose. Yeah, even worse, we'd still be on PowerPC Max. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on from that, uh, the next thing I have here, and it's it's not that these products are not first-class products. They they do everything that Apple says they do. Um, but there was there was a couple things that, in my mind, made it a fail. And I'm talking about the Magic Keyboard, the Magic Trackpad, or is that no oh, Magic Keyboard One, Magic Trackpad Two, and Magic Mouse something or other? I can't <laughs> I can't remember the ones with the new Lightning. Yeah, with, with, that's with, what that are rechargeable. About. And what I've got here is so over $100 for a Bluetooth keyboard because it has rechargeable batteries and a lightning port. And then even worse, $130 for a trackpad for a trackpad and $80 for a mouse that you have to turn on its side like a dead thing, rendering it useless while charging. To get to the charging port. Really? Yeah, my comment is these products are not desirable as they once were. That's well, the- you actually traded your, your keyboard Yeah, I've got, I've got a Magic Keyboard. Now, the keys on it, it, the thing feels a bit light. I mean, it's very light, so actually portability, fantastic. The battery usage on it so far is superb. So, but my concern there is what happens when the battery starts, you know, not charging and lasting as long as it once were, it then becomes almost a connected device because you'll have to keep the power port in there long enough. But we'll have to wait and see on that. It doesn't feel as solid as the old aluminium one that I've got. And the key stroke on it, um, I don't, I forget what they call it when, when you actually do a, you know, a downward press on the key, um, they they call that something, and I can't remember. Yeah, what it I is. can't remember what it is. I, that, somebody was. That, I think Dave Hamilton was. Dave and John were talking about that on the last show. Yeah, and it doesn't. It they was. don't. It doesn't feel as nice. It's. It feels a bit, you know, plasticky and cheap. To be perfectly honest with you, not as nice as the other keyboard. But what do you expect for a hundred dollars? And I think actually the key dis- the, the space between the keys is also slightly less than on my old keyboard, and that takes some getting used to. I can tell you. So I don't think that the, the keyboard certainly isn't as desirable as it once was. I'd actually prefer to go back to the wide one, which I've still got. So you know, this may move to a different place, or I might try and sell it. The magic key, uh, magic mouse, um, lightning port connector one. I haven't got. I've still got my original one, but I did transit from that to a Magic Trackpad. Now, that I do like because it is much bigger and actually it feels nice and the double click is good. Um, Click and drag sometimes I struggle with for some reason. I don't know why, but um, uh, so far I am liking that. So that's the only one. But at that price, the price for the the Magic Trackpad, mm, I might think again. So, yeah, I think that's a bit of a... Not again, the price, but that's Apple for you, isn't it? They've always been expensive. It's, it's the sort of products that you desire and, you know, 
you want to try and uh, achieve in life. Well, you know what? For sticker on you, to have an apple sticker on your forehead. Yeah, I would be more inclined to get something like this if it was the the keyboard and the trackpad together for one hundred and thirty dollars as one unit, one Bluetooth yeah. unit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would be much more inclined to to get something like that, but two hundred and thirty dollars for a keyboard and a trackpad is just you know I'm sorry, just not going to do it. Yeah. Um, next up, <laughs> Apple Music. Uh, I I think that the 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 confusing interface uh, is most of the reason why I put it on this list, and it's still not yeah, a good. Yeah, the UI for Apple Music is just terrible. Uh, and there's a lot of crossover features with Apple Match as well. And I, you know, I kind of get the feeling that Apple Match won't be around when we get to 2017. Yeah, possibly. I, I, I've not tried it, so I can't really. The, the interface, I totally agree with you. T- definitely say that. Um, but I've not really tried Apple Music per se. Oh, the, the girls, service you mean? The, Sorry? You mean as a service? As a service. The girls tried it, and they said they didn't like the, the streaming as it kept dropping out, And whereas Spotify's uh, would never drop out in the same, exactly the same environment. So the streaming service, not good. Apple Music, I think I've lost something now. I, I, try, I try and find my music that I've got, and I, I struggle to find it. I don't like the interface at all. So actually... And this kind of links into the next one. I think I'm going to be looking more and more at Plex. Yeah, yeah. Well, well speaking of of Plex, uh, the next one I've got here on the list is the Apple TV. And you know, at, at first I I was kind of unsure whether to put this in uh, at, because I have one and I think it's great. Uh, but other than some some user interface changes and the addition of apps. I don't think this thing lives up to the the hype, <laughs> especially considering the price. And if I had to do it over again, I think I would have stuck with the uh, older, the the second gen and third gen Apple TVs that I already had. Yeah, I I I, I must admit, I I I've not I, I've said I'm liking it at the moment, but I'm not loving it yet. Ba 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 ba. <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see. I, I am thinking about getting that controller because Carl Madden still absolutely loves it. And I am hearing that one or two of the games are quite good, but you do need that controller with it. So I'm I'm still on the fence, but I don't think that they hit they've hit any of the things that we've talked about so far. I don't think Apple have hit them out of the park straight away or even on their you know their slight upgrade you know a few months in when they tend to say all right okay we see what we did wrong here's the fixes i don't think they've done that for most of these these objects yet that we've spoken about one of the other things i've heard is that there's going to be another new one this year which will not make me happy no that 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 would actually be quite offensive and we're hearing the same about the next product and if that's the case one it's why i'm holding off Two, um, again, I wonder how many people will be a little bit cheesed off about that if there is one quite so quick. And we're talking about the Apple Watch here. And, yeah. you know, and every time I think about that watch, I, I there, there's a big, huh, going on in my head. Uh, I, you know, if you're like a health and fitness kind of person, there's, there's yeah. probably a lot of use yes. there for you. Yeah. But to have it otherwise slaved to a phone that you still have to carry. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it it takes me nothing to pull the phone out of my pocket and have you know. I, I'm going to say something here that's going to sound funny to me. Uh, full screen apps when we're talking about you know on your phone, but it, it is full screen when you're talking about iOS. Um, I just don't. It, there's no value in the Apple Watch for me personally, because I'm not a big health and fitness guy. I don't go running. I don't concern myself with, you know, what my heart rate is and all. (laughs) Well, perhaps you should have done that. And if you've got (laughs) it, you would have survived this podcast. I'm starting to desire one. Let's put it that way, but not, not enough to buy one yet, especially if the rumors are true that another one's coming out. And again, these are rumors. We don't know that for fact, 
but I am a little bit more of a fitness guy and those sorts of things do, you know, I do kind of register and, and monitor and, you know, when I'm out running and when I'm playing rugby, that that's when I, I, I'd like to use one. So again, but, but you still would have to have your phone with you. Well, no, I wouldn't. Why, why would I need the phone? It still registers where you're going. It's still, you know, it, it, I think that if it has an upgrade, they will probably put more GPS functionality in there. But you don't need your phone to actually use it out and about. What, for the health and fitness stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm, you know, it, it's still not It's a better product. if you have it, but I, I mean, I would leave, just leave it in the car anyway, and it, it's uh, not my watch, the phone. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> but, but I am thinking that, you know, there could be some use for it. But it, it, again, it's... I'm not. I'm I say. I'm starting to. When I say desire one, I, I'm starting to think. Yeah, hey, I could. I could use it for this. But I'm making the excuses for the use case for it. Whereas at the moment, I really don't need one. Or or or, or really, I suppose desire one. Yeah, am, and and that and that you know what? That's actually part of it right there. Yeah. If if you see a new product from a company, and you struggle to come up with a reason why you need that product. Chances are you don't. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And that's kind of the way I am with the Apple Watch. Uh, if anyone can think of things that, that we've left out, or if you have opinions on some of the stuff that we've talked about that's different from ours, and, and you know what, that's that's fine. I'm sure every single week that people have differences in opinion from uh, the things that we say and do on this show. Uh, we'll let you know in the next section how to get a hold of us. And um, I think that's going to be it for this section, Gaz. Do you want me to get us out of here? I think it is. That's enough. We've we've not been too down on, on Apple stuff. It's not the worst, worst. I mean, if that's, let's put it, let's be honest. If that's the worst a company could come out with yeah. in a year, then actually. They're doing so. pretty damn good. They're <laughs> actually, pretty they're damn doing pretty good. damn well. But All right. yes, I say get us out before I. Say it yourself. Okay, everyone, <laughs> stand by to, <laughs> to stand by. Why am I laughing? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. And we'll be right back. That concerns me if you don't know why you're laughing. I know. It's kind of weird. Hello, people. My name's Peter Bird. And I am the host of the Deep Look podcast. The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives or the things they're interested in or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically, we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there and to learn. If that appeals to you or you like that idea or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to, then come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network. For people with no taste in podcasts, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is our official third section. Um, and the official last section, or is it <laughs> hard to say? It is hard to say. I'm agreeing with you. You are? Well, then that must mean that you're nodding my head. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Gaz's tips. tips. Gaz's tips. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. I'm laughing. I don't know why. I'm weird. What, still? Yeah. Uh, okay. Did you know, Guy, that Tell you me. can... You can airplay um, just a video right from Safari. I did not know that. When you begin playing a video, the compatible videos, YouTube and other HTML compatible players, have a simple airplay button to click and select where you want the video streamed. Give it a try. What? No, no, not now, guy. Aw. Aw. Nodding my head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Guy, have you got a pick for us this I, week? I do have a pick, and it's a it's a weird pick. Um, now we we use pages for our show notes, and uh, I use pages to uh, write the two books that are currently stalled and the uh, the podcasting book that I'm I'm starting to put together. So, but there are certain limitations that you run into, uh, not just with pages, but with nearly any online word processor, and part of that can all, can be because of of the limitations of some of the templates that you get. So I started looking around, and I found that for pages, there's a couple of apps in the Mac App Store that has new templates that you can add, and uh, this is templates for pages by nobody. Nobody. That's actually the so, name of the company. Well, who did them then? Nobody. Well, someone must have done them. Oh, someone did do them. But it was nobody. But it was nobody. Third base. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, it's it's uh, we go into a whole Abbott and Costello thing there. Uh it's four ninety nine over in the Mac App Store. Uh just look up pages or templates for pages and, and it'll come up. There's all kinds of stuff in there. Uh, there's envelopes and business cards and, you know, I, it's it too many to, to go into this on this podcast, but there's lots of them there and four ninety nine is a cheap price. What do you got, Gaz? I've got piano tiles too. Don't oh. tap the white tile. Um, okay. This is free. There are some in-app purchases, but so far we haven't needed them. Basically, this is a game which we've had a bit of fun with over Christmas, actually, nice. uh, where, where you have to tap, uh, it, it's available on the, fu- the iPhone or the iPad. So on all iOS devices, um, the bigger the, the screen, obviously the easier it is to tap each of the black squares that come scrolling in a downward manner. And every time you hit one of the squares, it plays part of the tune that you've chosen. Okay. Seems fairly simple. What do you mean? I could just play music, Gary. I don't have to pretend that I'm playing it. The point of this game is those tiles become quicker and quicker as they fall and you have to keep up with them. And it's quite an addictive little game. You have been warned. <laughs> I like the little note you have here. Don't tap the white tile. <laughs> so it's just well, the black the keys as they're falling. Yeah, that's what, that's what it's called, actually. It says Piano Tiles 2, open bracket, don't tap the white tile. Two. Really? It's got two in both of them? Yeah, I believe so. Hmm. I'm going to guess that the country of origin is not a native English speaking country. Possibly, possibly, (laughs) possibly. But the game is addictive and it's also quite enjoyable. So give it a go. Uh, I I actually think it's quite an old game, but we've only just recently come across it. Okay. Uh, We have a people's pick from Eric Eric Diaz. Yes. And he says, not so much a pick, but a tip. For those who have the iPhone 6S or 6S Plus, inside any app, including the phone app while in a call, if you force touch the left side of the phone while talking to someone, you shouldn't do that. That's (laughs) probably illegal in some states. And slide to the right. Now it's starting to sound like a dance. It involves the app switcher. If Apple can, as I've seen in some patents, integrate the touch ID sensor to the screen, the home button might be a thing of the past. Cool feature that I found today. Keep up the uh, whatever it is you call this thing you do. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Now, I have actually come across that before, and I think it's easier to bring in the app switcher that way. However, oh, then double if, tapping? Yeah. However, if you have the case on it, the Apple case that comes, you know, the, those silicon ones, yeah. you can't do it because when you try and slide in from uh, the, the left-hand side, because there is a ridge, it doesn't sense your finger on the edge of the screen straight away. So you ha- it's, it's, it's almost impossible to do it with a case on it. Take the case off and you can do that action. But with the case on, it's much more difficult. So, um, yeah. I I think it is a great tip. I like it if you don't have a uh, a cover or case on your phone. Yeah, with a case, you, that you, means you have stealthy fingers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. 
Um, Gaz, I have incredible news. Do you? We do. We have a new iTunes app review. Oh, milky, milky. <laughs> now, I still, I, I just received the email from this person, and thank you so very, very much, Brian Callahan, for taking the time to do an iTunes review. I will be sending you your Woody later today. Today being Friday, January 1st, so you will be getting, here we go, the first official my mac podcast woody of 2016 <sighs> yeah so Aww. oh savior of the universe yeah I, I think um i think he says that a little better than or sings that a little better than i do anyway uh we are finally finally going to get caught up in all of our uh social stuff including google g plus gaz why don't you take the first one Okay, I was just, that's from Clive Hammett. This is Ask the G-Men. It says, just found that my hotspot has moved from setting screen to setting slash mobile data on my phone. When did this happen? I think he should see a doctor about finding out where his hotspot is. I should as well, yes. Um, I wasn't aware that that, you know, because I've never looked at this, so I'm I'm not really sure when that happened, or or if it, you know, it, it's probably just some minor change. That I Apple think it made happened actually. Um, I, iOS nine happened. It, yes, yeah, because I I vaguely remember thinking, "Where's that gone?" Well, in fact, hang on a minute. What is 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 hotspot now, Clive? Are you talking about your personal hotspot? Uh, I think he's talking about if you if you like use several devices using your cellular connection. Well, that's weird. And how you set I've, that I've up. actually got I've actually got it in both places. I've got personal hotspot under mobile data and personal hotspot under settings. Ooh, I wonder what would happen if you like Ooh. did one kind of settings in one and different kinds of settings in the other. Well, funny thing is that is it. No, they're both turned on. So if I turn that off. And then go out. This is talk. This is hot stuff. This isn't it. And personal hotspot off. So there you go. So, so they're linked it? up. Yeah, they're linked up, which is weird. That doesn't. That's very. Put that in the worst of Apple. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Um. So I don't. I don't know, Eric or Eric Clive. It sounds like it's still in, or at least for gas, it's in both places. Um. Actually, because I don't use that. Let me pull out my phone real quickly, or semi-quickly, as quickly as we can on, let's see. So personal hotspot I have is off, and what was the what was the other one? Mobile data. Mobile data, yeah. It might be, a, well, it's not even a, a, a localization thing, is it, really? No, it I, might, I've got it, it, I've might got it be, in both places, too. Well, it might be down to your carrier, to be honest with you. If your carrier it has restrictions on it, they may have actually um, put the restrictions on the um, on Apple to say, you know, you can't make this available everywhere. It's got to be under mobile data, and then they put some some sort of restriction under. I don't know. I don't, I'm guessing. Yeah, I've got cool. it in under both places as well. Yeah, yeah, weird. Have another look, Clive, and get back to us. Tell us. Okay, and from Eric Diaz, yes. he says so after. Changing phones that fixed the iCloud backup trouble he was having. Uh, 9.2 apparently has brought some bugs back. This, even though this time he made the update through iTunes and not over the air, thinking that since it downloads the entire thing and not just changes, it would be better. Maybe iOS 10. And then he replies to himself saying, and it officially brought back the iCloud backup bug. Thanks, Apple. It just works to annoy me. <laughs> poor, poor old Eric Diaz. Speaking of which. Speaking of which, Eric actually jumped in with, um, so my long list of complaints with Apple software continues <laughs> with episode 9.2, Flaky Safari. It takes a lifetime to load some pages and often requires a reload to finish. It's not the internet because Chrome has no problem at all and the iCloud backup bug is officially back. Has anyone seen them post a QA job? They need it. Um, 
Yeah, who's that I, person that I, replied to him? I jumped in and said, if I were you, I'd move to a Google Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> Does, uh, let's see. They th- you know, there should be a Google Chrome phone. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, Eric Diaz says, is it me or is Apple getting more Microsoftian Soft, every day? Yeah. Soft, Soft, yeah. Sean, Sean. Sean. Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. You knew so I was waiting, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, 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 I did. Uh, he said, so it's not just me with the Safari issue. I switched back to Firefox, then back to Safari since FF, that's Firefox, started to stink a few yeah. years ago. Mm, pee. Uh, I find clicking on Twitter links that Safari does nothing. A page opens and nothing happens. I end up copying the link and opening it in Chrome. Uh, David Allen jumped in saying, I just want to drag and drop pictures out of the photos app and not have to go to the yoink app every time. Blimey, Apple. Uh, I should have said that in my really horrible English accent. What are you playing at? Yeah. (laughs) And Elisa jumped in. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. With uh, Alan, I can drag and drop with photos. (laughs) (laughs) Alistair. Jenks comes in and says, I'm not sure what you mean by Microsoftion, but I can tell you from bitter recent experience that I'd sooner suffer Apple's bugs than those Microsoft has foisted on my colleagues and I at work. It's an utter nightmare. Yeah, and uh, Eric jumped back in. Seems like they're rushing things to meet deadlines and shipping unfinished software. That's what I mean. Like Microsoft did recently with a Windows 10 update, which they had to pull because it was wrecking PCs. When I first bought my Mac, I was delighted to see that stuff just worked. Lately, I'm delaying updates until I see that there are any showstoppers because I've, bitten, I've been bitten uh, uh, by, ta- by some. Blah, blah, sorry, blah, blah, blah. Eric. He says he's been bitten by some. This is the first time he hasn't updated all of his Macs at the same time. I only updated one, and one I see no more, or once he sees no more bugs on that one, he'll then update the others. Something tells me that Apple has too many pots cooking while they're spreading themselves too thin at work. At work, all but two PCs are on Windows 8 and no trouble so far. Well, there's there's that, the problem that it's on Windows 8. Uh, yeah, well, I've had loads of issues with it. So um, that said, I haven't updated them to Windows 10 until, again, any showstoppers have been fixed. I just feel at the beginning I didn't see so many annoying bugs with OS uh, 10 or iOS. Um, now, I, I'm going to jump in here and say, actually, when I first moved over to Apple, some what were 2007, it was 2007 wasn't it 2007 two, well back in the 2007 really 2008 i suppose um the advice for the first two or three years i had was generally don't update straight away um because you know like a lot of companies they still have to get rid of those bugs so I'm not so sure, Eric, that it always worked out of the can. Possibly less so in the past you had issues, but even so, I still remember people moaning and complaining in the past because something had broken. So don't don't just see the negative side of it, Eric. I, I don't think it's quite that bad and it certainly isn't as bad as some of the stuff that i see at work with uh, with windows so yeah yeah just just breathe in take your time the problem is everybody wants everything now yeah. i'm not just i'm not aiming this at eric we all do we all want to jump in straight away it's kind of a natural thing for everybody to do so um you know let those people that don't mind jumping in and finding all the bugs do it first and then and then jumping in a bit later and and this will actually get us caught up in Google Plus, the last response is again from David Allen, and he's talking to Elisa. You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. <laughs> he says, try dragging a photo out of iPhotos into iBooks Author or to where you want to upload it on a web page. I just tried again to drop a picture into Skitch, Mars Edit, Affinity Designer, and others, and it still doesn't work. He says it still needs fixing. I this is one thing I have found actually guy that I think there are lots of there are lots of things now where people can make some slight changes or they've gone through an upgrade path on their machines or the way they've actually started their machines and if you start from fresh it all seems to be absolutely fine but I found that actually 
I think there are times when you've just got to kind of back off, do a reinstall of your machine and, and start afresh. Now, the problem with that is, as we all know, we all make little tweaks to our machines to make them work the way that we want them to work in a particular and look the way we want them to look. So, yeah, I, I can see where Dave's coming from on that because I've seen it, not in this particular app, but in, in other and in others, yeah. Yeah. And and also remember that as you start to make these little tweaks, that it, it's not just going to be impact. the finder, yeah. and yeah. it's not just going to be the little tweaks that you make in programs A, B, and C. Depending on how wide-ranging those changes are, it could it could easily affect other programs uh, that you use on an everyday basis. Like if, if I go into system preferences and I change my uh, input, for audio or I change my output for audio, that's going to have a direct effect to everything that I do in GarageBand or, or other, other audio gear that I'm going to use. Yeah. So, you know, you have to keep that in mind. Um, I, I actually had the iTunes review in the wrong place. It should have been like right now instead yeah. of earlier. You um, idiots. I am. I am. <laughs> and you know, Somebody, a wise man once said, Guy and Gaz, the G-Man, bringing you Apple news, views, tips, and tricks without the distraction of the thought process. Yeah, yeah, that's us. Um, Gaz, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how easy, could they do easy, it? Easy, ever so easy. All they need to do is send an email to gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters. If you follow me, I am twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G A Z M A Z. We also have a joint account, which is Guy and Gaz on the Twitters, which is G U Y A N D G A Z. That's G U Y A N D G A Z. And if you could follow any of that, then you're you're better man than I, Gunga Din. Okay, we also have feedback at mymac.com. Uh, Guy. Yeah. If somebody's left a review like the good people or the good person Brian Callahan has, uh, how would they get in contact with you to, uh, you know, get that? Certificate. Ooh, the 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 infamous wooty. Well, all you would have to do is send me an email to guy at mymac.com. That's G U Y. And uh I'm also on the Twitter. I am. I really am. You and my Twitter handle, here I'm finding my my C B voice. Yeah, breaker, breaker. Yeah. Guy, he's over there on Twitter. He's Mac Parrot. Ah. Okay. And we have a Skype number. <laughs> oh, that parrot is, he's tired. He's a he's, tired yeah. parrot. He's, he's, he's had a, he had a long night last night. He's sleepy. He's hung over. He's a hung over parrot. Uh, if you would like, if you would like to call our ever so busy, uh, Skype number, all you'd have to do is outside of the United States, hit the plus and hit the one. And then the area code is seven zero three. Four three six nine five zero one or seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. That's it. Excellent. Yeah. And so before we go again, happy new year to everyone who downloads the mymac.com podcast. And frankly, even if you don't download the mymac podcast, in which case you won't hear this salutations. We wish you a happy New Year's anyway, because we're just generous like that, because it doesn't cost nothing. And um, thank you all for downloading the show. It, it's it's ever so humbling that, that you've chosen to do so. And Gaz, I think that we're good enough for 2016, smart, smart enough for 2016, and doggone it, people like us for 2016. Feliz Anu. Nuevo, decidei, el gimen, no esperes, un presente como el que vivimos en el pasado. 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 Apparently, that was Spanish greetings. Mm. Uh, it's too hard for me for me to read Farsi. So, <laughs> w- what I just said was Happy New Year from the gimen. Don't expect a present as we live in the past. We do. And... Done. 
Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can reach this and other great podcasts all on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, the Club Podcast, the Let's Talk Podcasts, OWC Radio, the Deeper Look Podcast, and the Mac Gist. Oh, did you did you ever get um, Audio Hijack Pro working right as far as um, soundboard goes? No, no, I haven't. I've been doing other stuff. Okay, well, we need to uh, when we can uh, talk about that and see if we can figure out what's going on with that. Yeah. Well, let me if I if I if I start soundboard. You see, all of a sudden, you know, I said um, my Twitter client Echophon started crashing. Yeah. And I, I couldn't use it on the Mac. It's actually started working again now. And then it'll what, work. Since the last update? Well, yes. But after about 15, 20 minutes, it then crashes. <laughs> Have, well, I mean, is this a known problem? I don't know. Just, Have you gone over to, the, to whoever makes Echophone and see if they've got an update for it, or did you get it through the? No, Mac App no, Store? because you've got to go through the Mac App Store now. They don't buy; they don't sell it separately. Mm. So I'm just going to try something. All right. Well, while you're doing that, let me Hang ask you a quick question. You are asking me a quick question, are you? Yeah. Well, Hang relatively on. quick, since I could have already asked it, but haven't yet. <sighs> uh, what kind of microphone are you using? My Rode Podcaster. All right, same so that's I've a been, same one I've been using for the last ten years. Okay, so it's a USB mic. Yep. So you couldn't use a mixer with that, even if you wanted to. Nope. Well, actually, you could, but you'd have to get a some kind of USB to XLR interface. Yep. Right. Are you still hearing me? Yes. So there was no change at all. What I went, what I've just done is I've started Audio Hijack Pro. Okay, mm-hmm. I started Soundboard first. I started Audio Hijack Pro, and I've just switched in Skype to Soundflower, and you've picked that up straight away. And tell me if you can hear this. Yeah, the minions. So, so that's working again. Oh, for the now. problem I was the problem I was seeing before was there there was a ever so slight delay going to Soundflower 2 channel in the Skype, you know, where it's got the, the bars that jump yeah, up and down. Yeah, so you can see, right. I could see an ever so slight delay, and I, I knew that was happening, so I've kind of gone away from it. But at the moment, it seems to be absolutely fine. So it may be that I can start putting my, um, my tunes back into Soundboard because they're all gone. I've got to put them all in. I've, I know where they are because I, I kept them separately and dragged them in. Um, and well, we'll why, don't we, why don't we try a quick test then and do a, a countdown from five. I'll start off with five yeah, okay. and you say okay. four and we'll see if there's any added delay. Yep. You ready? Yep. yep. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Zero. Actually, you sound great. You sound much better. Do you have some like uh, audio stuff for your microphone built into that? Um, no. You, you sound, going, you, you sound going, deeper. It's going straight to um, Soundflower, and there's nothing. I've got no filters on there at all. Or not filters, um, uh, not audio enhancers. What the hell do they call those? The effects. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you have no effects going? No, no, not at all. Okay, because I'm I'm basically, once we're done recording here, uh, I'm going to have to make some changes. I didn't want to do it while we were recording because it doesn't matter as much. Uh, to, to, I'm going to deepen your, your part of the show a little bit on, right. your, on your track. Now I can do that sort of with the mixer and I was trying to do that earlier, but it just wasn't coming up as, you know, that, that kind of warm voice that you typically get with like a condenser mic. Well, the mm-hmm. road podcaster, is that a condenser or a dynamic mic? Uh, you know, I can't tell you. Uh, let me take a quick look here. So- Road Podcaster. Oh, I put in Road Podcaster. That's probably not going to work. Dynamic. It's a dynamic microphone. It's dynamic. 
that's an amazing dynamic because I've got one too. And uh, I, I'm actually starting to give some thought about moving. I don't want to go to a, a, a Heil PR40. No. But I'm thinking, and this one's a little less expensive, the uh, the Shure SM7, which is a dynamic microphone. Right. Because I'm I'm just so tired of all the background noise that I have to filter out. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I, I actually have some sound deadening in the little cabinet that I've got, like, all my extra electronic gear. Right. Just to try to hold the noise down. I was using, you remember I, I bought that sound isolation thing? Yes. yes. But the damn thing was so heavy that the the boom arm that I use for the microphone couldn't hold it up. Wow. So, so I actually had it like resting on top of the 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 dual monitor stand that I have. And uh with some of the changes that I've just made, I I went ahead and took off the uh the little isolation thing. Just so that I could I could try to do this and and I just keep trying different things to to keep the, the background noise down. The the problem, of course, is that this is not a room that's set up as a studio. It's just you know. Well, yeah, but people, you know, most people don't have that you know facility, do they? They don't have no. that um, capability of that space to be able to do that. So. No, and it well, is. I, I, it I think is a what problem. I might do is I might just go through and put all of my tunes, my, you know, my soundboard stuff back in the boards and. Um, it seems to be working, so. Well, you could try it when we do, do the um, when we do the the podcast with Bart. Yeah, Sunday. yeah, I don't, I don't like messing about with soundboard too much on other people's shows. To be honest with you, yeah, but I might, true. I might just go. I won't use it for the soundboard, but I might just use this setup. See how I go, and yeah, and see how it goes on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, this will Sunday. be the first time Sunday, Sunday, Saturday. Is it Saturday? Hold on a second. I, I thought I it was because I, thought it was I can't Sunday. do Sunday. That's why I told you I can't do Sunday. Yeah, Saturday at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock my time, that is. Uh, let me look at Saturday here. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it is, what time is it for me? It's 3 p.m. for me. Yeah. So that's going to be really late for him. Because he's like, what, an hour no, behind same, you? Same time as me. Same oh, is he? Me. Yeah. Okay, so that's 8 o'clock your time then. That's not yeah. so bad. Okay, so it's going to be you, me, Victor, and Nick Riley. Cool. Yeah, but I mean, this will be the first time I've I've been able to do this show, where because uh, if it's during the week, I I just can't do it. That's just too early for me. Yeah. Uh, but it's probably been eight nine months since Must I've be. done. Let's talk Apple. Easily, easily. And that's too bad because I love doing that show. Yeah, it is a good show because he he puts so it, you know it's fairly well constructed, isn't it? So yeah, not like our show. <laughs> Ours is well constructed. Well, sorry, ours is well constructed badly. <laughs> Either that or well constructed badly implemented. <laughs> well constructed badly and badly implemented. Yeah, that, there's a bumper. <laughs>